concludes our transmission to Oceania. However, listeners in East Asia may continue listening on the following shortwave frequencies. WCBN-FM Ann Arbor bringing you music from around the world. Well, uh, good evening and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media, uh, media talk show. Jim just walked in in the nick of time and he's here too. Yes, Hello. Hello, it's just in from Wolf Blitzer's Situation Room. Ample parking available in downtown Ann Arbor. There you go. We're in the uh, intermission, shall we say, between terms here. I think the spring term starts up in a couple of days, so Ann Arbor is quiet. Although I guess it was a little noisy last night around uh, 12.15 in the morning. There was actually a uh, USA, USA uh, scene here in Ann Arbor. Uh, by the way, I don't personally begrudge that sort of juvenile behavior. Uh, we're back to the curmudgeon edition of Gray Matters here tonight. Um, the irony for me was I had just sat down to watch uh, the overtime of the hockey game. I was making dinner, ah. eating some leftovers, and then I was actually watching the CBC because they were... Uh, Doing a little update on the Canadian election, uh, which is occurring today, and the Canadian election this year is kind of interesting because uh, Quebecois is sort of supposedly in trouble, and Michael Ignatieff is one of the candidates in this election, a sort of famous uh, intellectual, um, though it sounds like he may uh, hurt the Liberal Party's chances for some inexplicable reason, but... uh, Nativism has played and reared its ugly head in the uh, Canadian election this year uh, because Ignatieff lived outside Canada for quite some time. But, uh, yeah, bizarre, just uh, almost surreal hearing about the Bin Laden news. Um, I think I switched over to another network uh, during a commercial break during the CBC. They didn't even break into, we have breaking news. It was... uh, you know, at the top of the hour at 11 o'clock when their election show was essentially over, they, uh, of course, did. Because at that point, they had made it known that Obama was about to give a statement, which he subsequently did. And obviously, uh, major news. Uh, proof of the fact that this was a late-breaking story is that uh, my uh, Midwest edition of the New York Times didn't even have this as a headline today. Yeah, not in the Financial Times either. Yeah. So and and that's because it's it's ironically printed here in Ann Arbor, the Midwest edition, but uh because uh it's got to get to various places in the Midwest, uh I think they print it somewhere around 9:30, maybe yeah. maybe 10 o'clock at the latest. Bin Laden obviously uh 
dead. I don't think there's any uh, doubt about that. And unfortunately, we're going to be dealing with probably wall-to-wall coverage of this story for the next several weeks. Yeah, don't bother uh, switching on CNN. That's why I made the Wolf Blitzer joke coming in. That's... uh not very informative programming. Uh, I was just actually watching it as I was pulling mm-hmm. together uh, some clippings here to come down for today's program. And, uh, you know, a lot of the hype that uh, we're going to get from this, uh, widows of firefighters, you know, yeah, these sorts of things. Um, well, and you mentioned, the you know, nothing against this sort of juvenile behavior. It's easy to understand why people feel compelled to cheer at such news but ultimately at the end of the day it's a day late and a dollar short for this news on bin laden uh numerous chances to actively pursue this wanted criminal uh george w bush uh blithely commented famously oh uh no we're not worried about that one so much anymore yeah uh and uh you know how much money has been poured into this pursuit uh al-qaeda are they crippled are they finished to what extent uh were they as organized as we were told they were to begin with well that and also i think it's ironic that bin laden died on 9-11 too for all intents and purposes in the sense that he became the most wanted terrorist in the world and uh we'll comment on that briefly i you know i don't think any american should be um Sad today. I think this is great news, and great news sometimes uh, should be celebrated. I think that, uh, you know, the chants of USA, USA um, are kind of bizarre, but um, understandable. Nothing that I would participate in. And, uh, yes, the Afghan war has cost, uh, up to this point, about $500 billion dollars. And we said all along, if you've been listening to Gray Matters since 9-11, that Bin Laden's in Pakistan. Right. <laughs> we knew. <laughs> we knew. It wasn't a great mystery. Uh, it was pretty evident uh, for when a he number of reasons. And was, uh, to what extent do we trust the Pakistani intelligence service, uh, who've claimed uh, all along, as we dole out billions of dollars uh, yeah. to them, Um we're actively seeking him out. Well, now they find him, and so, hooray. In uh, plain sight. An, an evil man has been uh, rubbed out. Living uh, in a suburb, no less, of, of essentially West Point. Right, quite a uh, luxurious <laughs> abode in which uh, the raid occurred. Um, of course, he's only been there for a little while, and I think that... Um, apparently a tape was just about to be released... And it's interesting to harken back, and we'll do this, I'm sure, in weeks to come, uh, throughout the two terms of the Bush administration, the convenient timing of the Obama, uh, the uh, Osama bin Laden tapes oh, yeah. was uncanny. Uncanny. And, um, of course, they had to be translated, and so this was an intelligence agency clearinghouse sort of, you know, ooh, you know, number one with a bullet, hot off the uh, presses, here's the new Obama tape, uh, Osama bin Laden tape. Um and so uh, you had to wonder a little bit about that. Yeah, and it's ironic that as I look over my right shoulder, there are instructions on the wall. Before you leave Prod A Studio, make sure that the snake, <laughs> the table mics, headphone receiver, blah, 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 it was uh, referred to, uh, ben, Na- ben Laden and Al-Qaeda were specifically referred to uh, the head of the snake. Well, uh, Geronimo. Geronimo, Operation Geronimo. 
another unfortunate. Uh, to me, that I mean, that's just. You know, the more the details, at some point we're going to have too much information. And uh, Well, Geronimo is a troubling name because, of course, the U.S. armed forces tracked down and pursued yeah. a, a lengthy manhunt uh, the Native American leader, Geronimo. Um, and so that's an, kind of an awkward uh, naming selection. <laughs> yeah. And needless to say, in a week in which Donald Trump dominated the news about birth certificates. You know that's a slow week. Now well, and the royal wedding, too. The royal wedding, yeah. The uh, the intelligence agencies were not to be outdone by the royal wedding. We've got Obama this week. Uh, I was uh, all... saying Obama. Osama. I was, I was uh, yeah, I was, well, I was going to do a spoof of the royal wedding today. Because uh, the only thing missing from the royal wedding and all that pageantry... A streaker? No, it was Monty Python. I kept uh, hoping, you a know. A streaker would have been a nice touch, I thought. At that moment, you know, when uh, the bishop goes, uh, <laughs> is there any man or woman that knows of any reason why this couple cannot be <laughs> married? I just kept hoping Michael Palin would come in from stage, stage uh, door. No. Expects- <laughs> Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. <clears throat> and then goes in. The bishop. And then, yeah. boom, quick shot to Terry Jones getting in the Pope Mobile. It was too late. And uh, they got there too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it uh, had uh, to comment briefly on the uh, the royal uh, wedding, nuptials, whatever you wish. Sarah Palin, it. by the way, was crying all weekend. Apparently, she's uh, no longer, it's no longer possible for her to become the Queen of England. <laughs> Off with her head. Well, she'll always have her sock puppet collection. Uh, but speaking of puppets, uh, the the British royal family has, I guess, successfully rebranded themselves as a sort of a spinoff of the Muppets. Yeah. Um, let's face it, this is just surely an entertainment value thing. Um, it's a revenue source for, you know, in cost-cutting uh, times such as these, the... Uh, British politicians, uh, up until recently, have been openly saying, well, gee, how much does the royal family cost us? Well, you know what? After the massive media focus on all things British and royal uh, for the last two weeks, three weeks, whatever, you know, you watch Barbara Walters, and she's been frothing at the mouth about this for a month and a half. Um, Yeah, even Americans believe in the monarchy. Oh, they love it. And uh, even Don Cherry loves the Queen, so Canadians are... Part of the Commonwealth, after all. Um, well, she's on the the stamps and the oh, coinage. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? So they're still very much connected to that. Um, but, uh, yeah, ironic that Americans should care so much about royalty. But uh, the pageantry, the, it's, you know, the whole Disney princess package that uh, children are so successfully indoctrinated into. Um, the British royal family have really successfully uh, marketed themselves as perhaps... Britain's most a substantial export. I mean, what else have they got? Yeah, well, Lady Diana, most photographed person in the history right, of she human would civilization. Have been, I think, the realization point that, oh, wow, hey, you know, um, we can't be stodgy old geezers anymore. We have to be cool and hip and young. And I seriously doubt, by the way, that 2 billion people watched. I think they now have a statistic that 23 million Americans watched. And I did actually, by coincidence, well, you factor in internet viewing. Yeah, I, I guess be surprised. I'm, I'm sure over time, two yeah. billion people have watched. But uh, I mean, what a waste of time, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. But uh, 
Well, I hate to Whatever. admit I, this. I was getting off my cab shift late that night, and I did uh, click over briefly because uh, I was hoping to see Michael Palin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I watched it. But I was too late. There were 49 <laughs> games this year in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's the, more than any uh, first round ever. And yeah. More overtimes than ever before. So Best best that, first round, That's, uh, all, that's sure. a big waste of time as far as some other people are concerned. So what you do for entertainment, of course, is nobody's business but your own, regardless of what I think of the royal wedding. Well, I thought it was amazing that the American networks devoted all of their, every single news channel had live coverage mm-hmm. with lives commentary going on about the the gown and the coach <laughs> the, probably more time than the british uh, grenadiers many viewers have spent uh, anywhere near a church charles looked like uh, he'd had a few brandies before the <laughs> wedding and the the actual bishop of london i thought gave gave a great sermon uh which donald trump had been listening mm. Um, and he bore a striking resemblance to Sean Connery. So, <laughs> there, 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 there's not to be confused with the Archbishop of Canterbury that actually conducted the mm-hmm. the uh, the sermon. And of course, the readings from Romans was was classic, classic. Well, you think in a week of high theater and for all of the military prowess and intelligence backgrounding and. God knows what degree of compliance from the Pakistani intelligence agency was involved. Uh, it's been a very theatrical week uh, between the royal wedding and uh, the takeout <clears throat> of Osama bin Laden. One wonders if uh, Muammar Gaddafi, uh, a man well known for his theatrical gestures as well, might uh, feel duly challenged to come up with something uh, to steal back the spotlight. And I see you glancing at Romans chapter 11. Yeah, well, it, it was interesting because I brought uh, chapter 12. I brought it in uh, just uh, for the uh, sort of uh, interesting uh, advice. that This, by the way, I think was the brother of Miss Middleton. Uh, don't know his name. Can't remember. But he read from Romans and he said, let love be genuine. And I'm reading part of what he read. Hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Never flag in zeal. Be aglow with the Spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in your hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Practice hospitality. Practice those, uh, bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be conceited. Repay no one. Evil for evil, but take thought for what is notable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends upon you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. How ironic as those words were being read, Obama had given the final. <laughs> uh, you know, I noticed it was fascinating that it was, uh, the final decision was made at 8.20 a.m., 
Eastern Standard Time. <clears throat> Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Somewhere a 420 was in progress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe by that point, uh, they were smoking some balls. Waiting for the video to come in. In Buckingham Palace. Uh, but yeah, it would have behooved Donald Trump to listen to that sermon. Uh, he had a rather bad week. Well, uh, not an undeservedly bad week, I might say. Uh, anyone who would choose a hairpiece that looks that uh, exceptionally poor uh, yeah. is not presidential material by any stretch of the imagination. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like it's been collected from some peeps. I'm seeing some <laughs> peeps over there. and I want to s- shavings. I want to see the birth certificate for that hairpiece. I'm sure it's lineage is very substantial. Well, and some people are suggesting, too, that, you know, maybe it was a mistake for uh, Obama to acknowledge this longstanding Internet-driven conspiracy of the birth certificate um, matter, that uh, the nature of the Internet, the viral speedy rate at which innuendo, gossip, and slander spread Mm -hmm. just as quickly as truth, revelation, and insight... Um, and are just as permanent once they're on the Internet. Uh, has he opened up uh, sort of a mistaken Pandora's box here in responding to Internet-driven conspiracy theories? Is this now something that, you know, uh, certainly not going to put an end to conspiracy theories on the Internet? No, and, he, and even after the so-called long form was produced, apparently a couple of newspaper publications, personal testimonies, and... Uh, the short form were inadequate for some people, uh, I think, on this day in which Obama did not, he was not haughty. No, he did not gloat. I, he did not gloat. And let's remember that this is the eight-year anniversary of the previous president, a genuine, genuine wanker, in my opinion. And a war criminal, in the opinions of many. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to the people that are attacking Osama bin Laden uh, for killing thousands, and then he deserved this fate. Uh, We have to wonder (laughs) what sort of fate Bush deserves. Eight years ago today, Bush was pulling the Mission Accomplished uh, event, uh, you know, down in... A little prematurely. A little prematurely. Uh, That will go down in history as uh, one of the biggest uh, boneheaded maneuvers of any chief executive and let's not uh, let's let's put this uh, Al Qaeda thing in perspective because I think there's been some overstatement and understatement. Osama bin Laden is sort of like the chairman of the board. He's not the chief operating officer, and Al Qaeda is not a corporation. This man was not giving orders from this compound in Abbottabad, and I thought it was hilarious that it was named the city itself is named after the Brits. Uh, because, of course, all of the problems in the region go back to British imperialism, the Durand line yep. in which the Pashtun people... Divide and uh, conquer. Divide and conquer is classic divide and conquer that apparently was drawn in 1893, arbitrarily, in which the Pashtuns were arbitrarily divided. And this is at the heart of the problem uh, in the AFPAC border area. It's fascinating that... Um, one of the sons was killed. This was probably the heir apparent. Um, think of 
the monarchy here. <laughs> but Al Qaeda is a is is a spider web, and this franchise uh, characterization that we've heard a lot today on in uh, in the media coverage, which uh, many uh, intelligence experts, quote unquote, have delivered to the American people, is somewhat accurate. But these franchises are weak. They're not. You know, this idea that there are going to be substantial numbers of yeah, so retaliatory on. strikes, I think is kind of silly. I think this has been wrong from the get-go. If bin Laden actually had a grand plan, he accomplished it. He gave George Bush the war plan that he had. America is, is enmeshed in an expensive, pointless war yeah. in Southwest Asia. We've essentially bankrupted ourselves. Yeah. Uh, if that wasn't his plan all along, well, it certainly played into what he would have wanted. Yeah, he's so mistakes were made on this end. Uh, they spent five hundred thousand dollars. We have spent two trillion and counting. And even while this show goes on, uh, the numbers in that area increase. That is asymmetric warfare at its height, and. Uh, this is why bin Laden succeeded. But we also noted that he died on 9-11 himself in, in many ways. I've always had some interesting skepticism about bin Laden being the, quote, mastermind of 9-11. More on that in upcoming shows. Um, not that I believe in conspiracy theories, but I do believe in examining all of the um, facts. But I think that it is fascinating that this final uh, order was given on the 29th of April because it's such a contrast. Barack Obama on the 29th of April had gone to the uh, Alabama area afflicted by the tornadoes. These are the worst tornadoes, uh, one of the worst outbreaks in American history. He delivered competent, clear commitment by the government to rebuilding the region. Aiding, One of the basic functions of government, it yeah. might be noted. And contrast that to Bush's flyover of Katrina, his aloofness, his complete lack of understanding of America's problem. Uh, of course, part of the problems of Katrina were that there were no National Guard available on yeah. hand to assist the very purpose and function of the National Guard. They were all doing uh, extra tours of duty in Iraq. Yes, and he had competent FEMA people in, on the ground in, in this afflicted region, because this is a huge area that was affected by these catastrophic tornadoes. Compare this to George Bush's management of our government. At the end of the day, Obama, well, I don't think he's wrapped up the uh, re-election situation. I think that he has delivered... A mortal blow to uh, many pr prospective candidates, uh, including Donald Trump, who sabotaged himself all week. His hairpiece is amiss. It's messed up. Sarah Palin, forget about it. You have no chance running against Obama. And Ron Paul, I, I hate to say this, he was gaining some traction in the uh, Republican Party with his message about the role of government and deficits, but his national security uh, arguments are, are going to fall on deaf ears, unfortunately, because there's an element of Ron Paul's attractiveness that's in that area.
in my opinion. He believes in non-intervention, not imperialism. Mm. And Obama certainly has a, inherited a bad, uh, bad hand. But this is a tremendous achievement, uh, the secrecy, the actual execution, the commander-in-chief aspects of this operation, I think, are commendable. And one of the saddest people on TV today, uh, in in the morning when I watch, I've been I've lost so much sleep the last couple of days. It's mind-boggling. But uh, Joe Scarborough was uh, didn't have much to say this morning. He was awfully quiet, and he's been a Not vocal. A good day to say bad things about the president. Yeah, you just couldn't do it. Nobody could do it. And um, this leaves. Uh, Palenti, who is trying to portray himself as Paul Bunyan and Romney, and Romney's got the health care problem mm-hmm. because he implemented Obamacare in Massachusetts, and the religion problem within his own party. I don't think that the... De- in other words, if Romney were going to run against Obama, he should be running as a Democrat with an economic agenda. Right. But the Mormon problem for him with the uh, religious right within the Republican Party is obviously insurmountable for him. So uh, the Republican presidential nomination is going to be fascinating from this point on. I think it leaves... Uh, Perhaps Fozzie Bear. Gomer Pyle. The <laughs> Could be uh, Mr. enticed to run. Mr. Huckabee. And expect a lot of these uh, exploratory committees to... Wrap up their business. They <laughs> might leave Newt Gingrich. I don't know if he's got the cojones to run, but. <laughs> well, I don't think the American people are willing to listen to that much of Newt Gingrich. Um... But when Donald Trump is the leading candidate with one out of five support within the Republican Party, this is a, uh, a situation that's not good for them. And of course. This 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 week with the big story this week was supposed to be uh, the negotiations over the debt ceiling, and uh, we know what will happen if it's not raised. <laughs> and actually, the uh, Sunday uh, Ann Arbor dot com, although I loathe to say the name of that paper, we may as well still call it the Ann Arbor News in its print form. Um, features an article called "Facing the Heat: Republicans Met by Angry Constituents at Town Hall Meetings." Mm-hmm. Oh, have the tables turned? Um, yeah. Do Do you understand anything about Medicare? That was the That was the soundbite that uh, Paul Ryan is uh, going to have trouble dealing with. For all of his uh, hipster, I'm a jogger who's into Led Zeppelin. Uh, he may have a harder time squirming out of this one. Um, one congressman uh, asked for people to calm down and uh, insulting language was being used. Um, Gwinta, where's Gwinta from? Uh, oh, let's see. Uh, I can't remember which state he represents. Oh, he's uh, from New Hampshire, I think. Yeah, freshman uh, representative Frank Gwinta. Yeah, Durham, New Hampshire. At an angry town hall meeting, he called for calm and... Uh, a constituent told him, you didn't lift a finger earlier when these town hall meetings were being held and uh, Democrats were being insulted and even threatened. It's a little late for decorum, sir. Uh, you like to see people get called out like that. 
On a decorum charge. Well, he was a particularly nasty debater. I ironically remembered him from uh, one of the C-SPAN debates that I actually watched. Uh, it was a House of Representatives d- debate, and he was he was vicious. Uh, but he stuck to the message of the Republican Party that uh, may increasingly be out of touch. Obama has moved to the center, I would argue. Uh, I think that's clear. And while not uh, reassuring his reelection, it's very fascinating that it may be hard to check him into the boards, so to speak. <laughs> well, and let's see where the gas prices go from here, too, because this was a major factor in... Uh numerous previous presidential elections the price of gas and uh, yeah. currently which is why obama has come down a little exactly. bit in rec- in the last month or two yeah we've gone up from 375 to 425 now in the course of a couple of weeks and of course the gouging reality there is is that the gas that's at the pump today has already been in the country for a month so we're paying more for gas that was processed at those previous lesser prices it always works that way we're always being hosed Whenever uh, the gas prices are raised because of instability in Libya. Oh, yeah, which right. We don't even mm-hmm. get any petrol from no. that oil. Mm-mm. That all goes to Europe. So, the way speculation and the markets play fear and suspense, you know, ooh, what's happening in the world? Will there be retaliations from Al Qaeda in the wake of the uh, death of Osama bin Laden? We'll have to see what the oil markets think about it because, you know, will the price relax a little bit now? Maybe. A couple of quick brain damage awards that I wanted to give out. Um, It was fascinating to me that Channel 2 here in the Detroit station, a Fox affiliate, last night while Obama was uh, talking live in his statement, had a completely distorted image. It was fuzzy. It was distorted. It made the president look like, well, like a gnome, uh, sort of like Ayman al-Zawari. It was very puzzling. Don't want to confuse this with Fox News Channel. Fox News Channel had a proper feed, but uh, Channel 2 of Detroit, the Fox affiliate... Technical problems or some uh, malicious uh, prankster? I have no idea. Um, Fishy is all that we can say on that. Uh, I wanted to give a brain damage award out to Geraldo Rivera on Fox News as an analyst. He said that Osama bin Laden... He disrupted all of our lives and the entire fabric of Western civilization. That's absurd. (laughs) A slight overstatement. (laughs) Uh, Glenn Beck. uh, I don't know if he's going to be on TV anymore after today. I watched the first... Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder. Glenn Beck had a marching band for his opening of his show. Um, Oddly, teenage African Americans with drums... On the set, uh, the the blackboard room was gone. And then he went on to offend the state of New Jersey, insinuate that that uh, uh, Osama bin Laden should be buried on the 50-yard line at the Meadowlands. All sorts of unbelievable things. Uh, I heard today that... Well, his show has already been uh, yeah. technically canceled. It's uh, getting eased out. But exactly. The contract was not renewed. Limited time <laughs> to savor these moments. But I was wondering after the events of the last 24 hours, and it's only been 24 hours. That's what's right. incredible yeah. about this thing. Um, gee, where's the Muslim caliphate now, Mr. Beck? <laughs> 
the maps were gone today. I didn't watch this whole show because it was hard to take the first five minutes, but uh, it was remarkable. A mar- remarkable stupidity, buffoonery, and just general nastiness. Uh, he basically wanted to almost mutilate.